Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This edition of Ag Life is presented by Bear Crop Science. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 967 and AM 1400. Here is Bob Quinn. Good morning, Valley. This is Ag Life. My name is Bob Quinn with you for the next hour, talking about agricultural production here in the Valley and all across the country. Well, friends, the first nutritional hub established under a USDA nutrition education and outreach effort hopes to improve health outcomes for communities. Rod Bain starts us off today. It is the first pilot project announced within the Agriculture Department's Agricultural Science Center for Excellence in Diet, a said for better health. Our pilot hub that's going to be in partnership between the Department of Agriculture, the Agriculture Research Service, the National Institute of Food and Agriculture, and Southern University in Louisiana. Under Secretary for Research, Education, and Economics, Shavonda Jacobs-Young recently announced the launch of the new nutrition hub during a visit in the Pelican State. Which will go into a community working on the ground with a trusted partner and reaching the people. At ground level with research information and solutions for improved food and nutrition security particularly within underserved communities and populations. And what we intend to accomplish with ASCEND is to really transform the translation of some of the best and most innovative nutrition research into use by citizens across the country to improve the quality of their lives. Since ASCEND for Better Health's establishment, community engagement has been conducted to better understand nutrition needs for specific communities. What we learn is that there are many differences between the nutritional needs of people. You and I have different nutritional needs and just as different as those needs are, there are also differences in the communities and cultures that we serve and how they interact with food and how they receive their information around food and nutrition. And so we want to go in and we really want to break down barriers and we want to really help people better understand how to take that guidance and apply it to their everyday lives to reduce the prevalence of chronic disease and in many cases be able to impact the longevity and quality of their lives. The Undersecretary says with six out of ten Americans suffering one chronic disease and with four out of ten Americans suffering two or more such maladies, the importance of distributing nutrition-oriented information is essential especially as many chronic diseases can be prevented and or reduced through proper nutrition and diet. The precision nutrition science that we're conducting inside of the Department of Agriculture aims to better understand the unique needs of both individuals and communities so that we can provide more targeted guidance and information to individuals to really impact their relationship with food. I'm Ron Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. Well, friends, coming up, a report on the pricing in the ever-evolving dairy market across the nation. Also, it looks like the Thanksgiving turkey could cost a little less. And the USDA will be looking to establish the new dietary guidelines for the next five years. We'll have a report on that as well. And we'll hear from one Midwest senator with his ideas on the future of the Farm Bill and formulating that farm legislation moving forward. You're listening to Ag Life. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn back with some farm news this morning, friends. Well, currently the U.S. is under the dietary guidelines that came out in 2020 and will expire in 2025. The next set of dietary guidelines are now being formulated by the Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee that is aiming to issue updated guidelines for 2025 to 2030 by the end of 2024. Now, the beef checkoff, according to Dr. Shailene McNeil, was one of 83 organizations and individuals that had a chance to give thoughts during the public commentary period. Dr. McNeil is the National Cattlemen's Beef Association Executive Director of Nutrition Research. 
but we really wanted to focus on the critical role that beef plays and its nutrients play at each life stage because beef has a special package of nutrients, iron and zinc and B vitamins. And as we talked about, these are not only needed at infancy, they're needed at, during adolescence, they're dur- during um, adulthood, pregnancy, and the aging. As Americans age over time, McNeil says, gaps have begun to emerge that beef can help fill starting to see rising rates of iron deficiency. That's because people have cut back on their beef intake. And so we're seeing those consequences, and we wanted to make sure the committee had that research in front of them, that it's time to really look back to the foundational benefits that beef delivers. And then we wanted to also remind them that based on current evidence, plant-based proteins are not a substitute for the real thing. McNeil expects that around October of 2024, the scientific committee will turn over their recommendations to the USDA and the Health and Human Services so they can begin writing the dietary guidelines. And that will be available to the public if all the timeline goes the way that they projected in January of 2025. So we've got time as we're working on this, but this is a really active phase for us in the beef checkoff because we want to make sure that all of those research dollars that beef producers are investing in is getting into the hands of these scientists as they're making those recommendations. And friends, the dietary guidelines for Americans are the foundation for all federal feeding policies. Well, friends, purchasing the centerpiece of Thanksgiving dinner could cost less this year than last year. Michael Clements tells us the price of turkeys are falling in advance of the holiday. Consumers may expect to pay less for a Thanksgiving turkey this November thanks to improved supplies. Berndt Nelson, American Farm Bureau Federation economist, says prices have fallen since highly pathogenic avian influenza peaked last September. Now, since then, biosecurity measures and the practices that we put in place, the programs that USDA has used, have helped avian influenza slow. We're well below where we were last year, so turkey numbers have had time to rebuild. Nelson says the average price per pound is down 22% from last year. Our average price at this time last year was around 163 per pound, and right now we're looking at about $1.27 a pound. Now that's for that 8 to 16 pound turkey that we use for a centerpiece for Thanksgiving. So that just kind of shows that we've had time to rebuild these supplies. Inflation isn't as big of a factor this year as it was last year, so turkey prices have had time to come down a little bit. Nelson has lower prices and higher supplies also means increased demand. Per capita demand for turkey is expected to increase by about 6% this year to 15.5 pounds per person in response to these lower prices. So overall, farmers and consumers alike should receive some relief from turkey prices this Thanksgiving. We've had very few avian influenza detections. In fact, June was the first month that we had zero avian influenza detections in the last year. And this means that there's plenty of turkey to go around for Thanksgiving this year. Full details on the cost to cook a Thanksgiving feast for 10 will be released on November 15th. To read the Market Intel report on turkey prices, go to fb.org. Michael Clements, Washington. And more on the Farm Bill. Well, friends, it looks like Congress will do little on the Farm Bill amid a House speakership void and a looming new shutdown in the next month of the federal government, preventing any action on spending and policy bills like the Farm Bill. The House can do little, if any, legislative work until it elects a new speaker, while the Senate struggles to advance its own spending bills amid a shutdown that is looming again next month. Senate GOP Whip John Thune with us this morning. We have until November the 17th. Um, I I regret the fact that we're not going to be here next week. I think the Senate ought to be in here next week working on the appropriations bills because uh, we have a short amount of time and a lot of work to get done. John Thune with us this morning. Some farm news. You're listening to Ag Life. This is Dairy Radio Now. Milky Monday. Betty, the big story in the dairy industry last week was not the avoidance of the government shutdown or the removal of Kevin McCarthy as speaker. It was a butter price that kept setting new record highs, but also sets the stage for a tremendous downfall. Yeah, it's been a wild run, hasn't it? Butter has certainly moved up a lot in the last month, and we had dairy products report come out last week. 140 million pounds of butter were turned out in August, which is a a pretty low figure for the month. On top of that, when we look at cold storage stocks, that was released a couple weeks ago. Inventories are at 289 million pounds. And when we look at 
the drawdown in those stocks since May, it's the biggest drawdown since 1993. So there is some justification for the price being where it's at is what you're saying. Yes, things have moved, I think, much more quickly than anybody expected, and it's all on this fundamental data. But we're seeing the downfall in cheese. We definitely are seeing a downfall in cheese production was slower in August. We saw that, but it just seems like demand is not there for cheese right now, particularly cheddar. We may have overcorrected a bit to the downside, and I think there's some room to move a bit higher in light of the the weaker August production. But it certainly seems like demand just isn't as strong as it has been. Well, looking at Class 3 futures prices, there's not a lot to write home about there. They're improving, but still far below the cost of production, are they not? They certainly are. And it's been interesting to watch the two complexes, Class 3 and Class 4, diverge. When we look at the the butter price right now, like we talked about, super high. You know, at some points last week was twice the price of cheese, which I don't know that that's ever happened before. And then in the class three complex, it just seems like demand is real off and that's driving things lower there. Well, enough to keep us preoccupied and keep our eyes on the market. Thank you, Betty. Betty Burning, contributing dairy economist with High Ground Dairy in Chicago. I'm John Clark for Feedworks USA. Today we have a very special guest, the 76th Alice in Dairyland. My name is Ashley Hagenow. I have the honor of serving Wisconsin as the 76th Alice in Dairyland. Back in January, I submitted an application. From that initial application, I was selected for a preliminary interview at the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection's office. And after that interview in February, I was selected as a top six candidate. There were six of us young ladies who were vying for the role of the 76th Alice in Dairyland. And from the middle of March until the middle of May, we underwent trainings on Wisconsin agriculture, completed assignments, all leading up to the 76th Alice in Dairyland finals that took place in Walworth County, Wisconsin, more specifically in Lake Geneva, where we toured local agribusinesses. We had the chance to practice skills with media, presenting final speeches, and ultimately all of those components put together, I was selected as the 76th Alice to serve the state of Wisconsin. Many happy tears were shed and really just out of so much respect for this program, the love I have for Alice in Dairyland and Wisconsin agriculture. Alice in Dairyland is a full-time public relations professional for Wisconsin's agricultural industry. I am a state employee through the Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection, and I serve in this role for one year. So I was selected May 13th of 2023, and I officially started my year of service July 5th of this year. I will traveled across the state of Wisconsin and already have been in the next year promoting Wisconsin's $104.8 billion agricultural industry, of which our agricultural industry is so diverse. Where can people find you? Because I think you do a couple of social media type things. I'm being facetious, of course. (laughs) If you would like to follow along with Alice in Dairyland, I encourage you to follow us Alice in Dairyland on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And if you'd like to learn more about Alice in Dairyland, you can visit our website, aliceindairyland.com. Our website has great resources for the history of Alice in Dairyland, some current initiatives with the Alice program. And if you'd like to request Alice at an upcoming event, we can do some virtual events too. Be sure to visit us. Ashley Hagenow, the 76th Alice in Dairyland. Thank you so much for making time for us. Thank you again, John. I'm John Clark for Feedworks USA. Dairy Radio Now. It's another Ag News update. A few areas in the markets to pay attention to. What are they? More after this. I'm Russ Kohler, a dairyman from Utah. Safety, know your limits. Heat stroke is life-threatening. Know the symptoms, confusion, loss of consciousness, seizures, high body temperature, hot dry skin and profuse sweating. Reduce your risk during the heat of the day by working earlier or later. Allow time for water and rest breaks by drinking two to four cups of water each hour. This public service message is brought to you by Farm Bureau and the U.S. Ag Centers. Steve Georgie is with Allendale. Something that we need to pay attention to and watch South America's production. 
right? That's going to have a direct impact on our uh, our export sales and what we do for the rest of this growing season. So Argentina planting right now, Brazil in January uh, may get some early support from this just because it's dry right now, but they're going to be moving into that El Nino. That December through February timeframe is going to be watched uh, and we've got to watch what happens in South America just as if we were going into July and August here that's kind of their growing season that we've got to pay attention to now something I didn't talk about is inflation right still a concern crude oil north of $90 does that keep some inflation into corn do we see ethanol start to chew in a little bit here just because it's starting to uh, uh, compete with some more expensive fuel maybe but I don't know if it's going to change enough in order to keep uh, keep the market afloat as we go into that early part of next year. So so look for that. It is a time frame that it, maybe we do get a little bit of a bounce here, but we need to be on the selling side of that. Look for that March contract, make some sales there, either get some puts on or look at selling that contract, locking in some of these price levels. It's another Ag News update. Are you looking for a new opportunity? The King Ranch Institute for Ranch Management's Ranch Manager Job Board is open. With jobs posted from Texas, Idaho, New Mexico, Nebraska, Colorado, New York, Montana, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Oregon, Florida, even Mexico. Or are you looking for someone to manage a ranch? Find out more at the King Ranch Institute for Ranch Management online, krirm.com. American Cattle News. What does the USDA's latest slaughter report tell us about the future? More after this. I'm Russ Kohler, a dairyman from Utah. Safety, know your limits. Heat stroke is life-threatening. Know the symptoms, confusion, loss of consciousness, seizures, high body temperature, hot, dry skin, and profuse sweating. Reduce your risk during the heat of the day by working earlier or later. Allow time for water and rest breaks by drinking two to four cups of water each hour. This public service message is brought to you by Farm Bureau and the U.S. Ag Centers. Lee Schultz is a livestock economist at Iowa State. You know, I think as we look at slaughter levels, um, I think that is playing somewhat into this. You know, I'd argue that packers, at least in the short term here, have some inventory on hand. Uh, that would be indicative of where prices have kind of held at. Um, and then when you look at slaughter levels, we were down uh, when you compare to Saturday of the prior year, we were down 8.2%. And even compared to last week, uh, we were down 2.1%. So I think, you know, we're seeing a little bit of uh, weakness maybe in, in cattle demand, at least here in the, the short term. And that really bore out in, in some of the slaughter numbers. So what can we pull from USDA's cold storage report? So we had a cold storage report uh, released on, on Monday. And, and just to remind our listeners, you know, this data gets rather dated because, you know, it takes time to collect the data and get it, get it published. So this data is as of the end of August, so August 31st, you know, what inventory was on hand as far as beef. Now, beef, they reported on two categories. So they report a boneless beef category as well as a, a beef cuts category. The boneless category was down 17.1% from a year ago. The cuts category was down 25.2% from a year ago. Big part of this is production, right? We're seeing much lower production levels. But I would also argue maybe some of that decline is we're not seeing the product stage for very long, right? So we still see demand remain relatively strong. So it's moving towards those outlets instead of sitting in cold storage. That's Lee Schultz, Iowa State Livestock Economist. American Cattle News. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Get ready to experience the excitement. It is the 13th year of the iHeartRadio Music Festival. The emotion. We love you guys. We're so happy to be here tonight. The surprises. Are you ready for another I can't believe it moment? The superstars. Such an amazing honor to share a stage with so many unbelievable artists. And of course, the music. We live the greatest moments from the iHeartRadio Music Festival. You will not want to miss. Starting tomorrow. Streaming only on Hulu. Join us for an unforgettable evening with Jesse Waters, co-host of Fox News at the International Agri-Center in Tulare, California. Tickets are extremely limited for this one-night-only experience, and they will sell out. Enjoy an evening of dinner, 
drinks, a trade show, and industry awards. Hear Jesse Waters share his perspectives on agriculture and beyond. Don't miss your only chance to see Jesse Waters here in the heart of California on November 2nd. Reserve your spot now at myaglife.com forward slash myagnite. We typically are called out to look at other people's work. Last week I was called out to a home and they told me how much cheaper this person's bid was than mine. I said, well, then you got your money's worth. And she looked at me kind of funny and I said, well, you paid a really cheap price and you got a really crummy job. She said, but I saved about 10% going with this other guy and now I regret it. You know that you get what you pay for and with Paragon, you're going to get top quality every time. Guaranteed. Paragon Granite and Tile. The beauty's in the detail. At Easy Cater, we know ordering food for work isn't as easy as it seems. Lunch meeting is set for Wednesday. We need food for 27 people. And it has to be on time. Client is coming. He's vegan. Messy eater. Where's white shirts? You, you getting, getting this? Okay, what do we need? Gluten-free. No more sandwiches. Make sure there's enough. Make sure the food is hot. Client has a heart stop at 1230. 1230. Make sure there's plenty of you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lunch meeting? Just use Easy Cater. Food for work delivered on time as ordered with a huge variety. 100,000 restaurants, one platform. Order 24-7 at easycater.com. Looking for top-notch personal protection? The Smith & Wesson Equalizer is here to level the playing field. Easy to rack slide, easy to control ergonomic grip. It's designed for you. With a 10, 13, and 15 round magazine included, size up for better control or size down for easier concealment. Don't miss out on the opportunity to upgrade your safety. Visit your local dealer now. To learn more about the Equalizer, visit smith-wesson.com. Smith & Wesson, empowering Americans. All capacity sizes may not be available in your jurisdiction. Be sure to check your local laws and regulations. A promise was made. A promise that hit the beaches of Normandy. A vow that captured Iwo Jima. A contract that weathered Tet. A pledge that stormed the desert in Iraq. An IOU that braved IEDs in Kandahar. A promise was made to America's veterans. DAV fights to keep that promise so all veterans and their families get the benefits and support they earned. For help, visit DAV.org. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Different countries enjoy California walnuts in different ways. I'm Patrick Cavanaugh with the California Tree Nut Report, part of the Vast Ag Information Network. Pam Gravier is Senior Marketing Director International for the California Walnut Commission. Some examples are, you know, in Korea, Japan, it's very common to see seasoned walnuts as a snacking item. So there's all different kinds of flavors. We're now seeing that innovation here in the United States. Then you also have, like in the UK, we have walnut butters, we have granolas with walnut, they do pickled walnuts, which is really interesting. Gravier said their biggest growth opportunity is in the plant-based eating arena. Because of walnut's texture and their high polyunsaturated fat content, they are ideal as a meat replacement. And so we've been spending a lot of time educating food manufacturers on how you can use walnuts in that arena. So, you know, does a new product happen in six months, 12 months? Not necessarily. It might take up to 36 months before we see that product innovation actually hit the stores. That's Pam Gravier with the California Walnut Commission. In more walnut news, CNN recently spotlighted new research featuring walnuts as part of a Mediterranean diet and effects during pregnancy on child neurodevelopment. Good news. Don't let costly lepidopter and pests wreak havoc this season. Shield your yield with FMC. Strengthen your almond IPM program with Avant Evo Insect Control at Mummy Spray. 
followed by an application of AltaCore Evo Insect Control at Hole Split. Visit your FMC retailer or ag.fmc.com to learn more. Always read and follow all label directions. The best place to reach a farmer with a farming solution message is when they're, well, farming. It's easy to find them during the day as most farmers are behind the wheel of their pickup truck or farm equipment with the radio on, listening to this station for the Ag Information Network of the West News. So reach real farmers right here, right now, as they listen to what's important to their farm operation. Give us a call and we'll connect you with our local farming community. They trust us, so they'll trust you. With the Ag Information Network, I'm Patrick Cavanaugh. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. AC Heat and Plumbing, you just call Lee's. It's easy as calling Lee's. Lee's AC, Lee's AC Plumbing and Heat, yeah. Worried about that creepy, eerie wind? Think your home might be haunted? <laughs> worry it's just your aging hvac unit this october you can get 18 months no interest no payment same as cash for new hvac units and water heaters with great payment options and energy saving rebates you can trust lee's air plumbing and heating with no scary surprises get a free estimate now at 559-785-1212 that's 559-785-1212 to keep cool or leesair.com cln635355 ac heat and plumbing you just call lee's The podcast McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, is a masterclass, a memoir, and an improvised journey with the Beatles' Paul McCartney, one of the most beloved figures in popular music. Each episode focuses on a single song, examining the people, experiences, and art that inspired McCartney's legendary songwriting. I wanted to become a person who wrote songs and someone whose life was in music. Listen to McCartney, A Life in Lyrics, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. In this week's Marketer's Report, Raja Raja Manar, Chief Marketing and Communications Officer of MasterCard, talks about measurement. Measuring sonic and sonic branding and sonic initiatives across the board, the principles of measurement are the same, but the parameters that you measure are different. We measure, and what we find is our investment is paying for itself in oodles. We have been partnering with iHeart across multiple platforms, both for brand enhancement as well as for performance marketing. I think the cut-through of the message and the recall of the brand are much higher. Also, it has been very beneficial for us to integrate some of our campaigns into the native content of iHeart. It has been a very nice partnership and it continues to be very strong into the future. As the number one audio company, iHeart Media gives marketers access to the audiences, trusted influencers, and data you need to grow. If you're a marketer, go to iHeartResults.com. Do you know what to do if you lose your pet? Start by texting the word LOST to 559-600-7387 for a list of tips to help get your pet back home safely. Check both Fresno City and County Animal Centers in person. In most cases, there are no fees to claim your lost friend. At Fresno Humane Animal Services, our first goal is to reunite families and save the lives of Fresno's beloved pets. Text the word LOST to 559-600-7387. Brought to you by iHeartMedia Communities. Power Talk, 96.7 and AM 1400. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Welcome back to Ag Life. I'm David Geiger. Climate change is taking a bite out of agriculture productivity and a new report. Is sounding the alarm on the impact of climate change on agricultural productivity growth. That's Undersecretary for Trade and Foreign Agricultural Affairs, Alexis Taylor. She says a new report shows ag production yearly productivity growth is shrinking, taking the world further away from sustainably producing food by 2050. Taylor says climate change is one of the causes, according to one study. Global agricultural productivity growth on average is 21% lower than it would have been without climate change. That is equivalent to seven years of lost farm productivity advances since 1960. A new report shows the growth through total factor productivity, or TFP, is shrinking. TFP is a yearly measure of growth that doesn't just happen through expanding farmland acres. The report editor Tom Thompson with Virginia Tech University says world food sustainability by 2050 requires a TFP 
of 1.91% every year from now until then, adding, We are on track to fall far below the TFP growth needed. During the 90s and early 2000s, the world's farmers were able to boost TFP, expanding it by a 1.7 average yearly rate. Unfortunately, during 2011 to 2021, average annual global TFP growth fell to 1.14%, ending two decades of robust growth and falling well below our gap index target. Thompson says the decline is not just happening in the developing world. Average TFP growth in the United States has dropped markedly from 1.49% annually during the 1990s to slightly negative during 2011 to 2021. No growth at all. Thompson says while boosting food production in developing countries is a priority, there's no doubt that productivity growth must be revitalized in the United States. Undersecretary Alexis Taylor has an idea on how the world sustainably boosts ag productivity. Through science and innovation and through public-private partnerships that foster development and adoption of new technologies. Just like the 140 projects under the USDA Partnership for Climate Smart Commodities Program. Thompson says climate change and less attention to ag research are both cutting productivity gains in the world, and actually the U.S. has a small decline in TFP. We need to enhance the environment for productivity enhancing tools, reduce barriers to adopting those tools, and find opportunities to reduce the impact of external shocks to make innovations available to farmers at all scales of agriculture. Ukrainian grain exports have dropped now at 6.82 million metric tons so far from Ukraine in the 2023-2024 marketing year. The Ag Ministry says it shipped just under 9 million tons during the same period in the prior marketing year. The first three days of October saw 153,000 tons of exports compared to 297,000 tons a year ago. Well, let's jump into the Agriculture Law and Tax Report now with Roger McGowan. This is the Agricultural Law and Tax Report. I'm Roger McOwen. A family settlement agreement is a way for heirs to agree to a distribution of the decedent's estate that is different from how the decedent specified. With most estates, the decedent's property is distributed in the manner the decedent wanted, but there can be situations arise where a family settlement agreement may be appropriate. I'll be back in a moment to discuss. Kansas State University consistently ranks in the top 10 of all ag schools. 97% of K-State ag graduates are employed or furthering their education. Learn more at ag.ksu.edu. I'll get back to the report in a moment, but I want you to know that Schrader Real Estate and Auction Company has sold farm and ranch land and farm equipment in 40 states. Learn how the Schrader family can help your family. Visit SchraderAuction.com. That's S-C-H-R-A-D-E-R Auction.com. Sometimes a family settlement agreement is necessary. If it meets the requirements for a valid contract, the probate court must respect it. About the only issue a probate judge would deal with concerning a family settlement agreement is if there are creditors of the decedent's estate and how those debts are to be paid. To be effective, a family settlement agreement must be agreed to by all of the heirs and beneficiaries. Provide that the decedent's will is not to be probated and provide a plan for the distribution of the decedent's assets that replaces the disposition of assets set forth in the decedent's will. In addition, it's critical that the terms of the agreement be negotiated as part of a transaction entered into at arm's length. A family settlement agreement is often appropriate when the decedent's will made a simple mistake, such as leaving a tract of farmland to the wrong child as the farming heir. In that instance, a family settlement agreement can be an efficient way to clean up the error. It also tends to work well when subsequent marriages are involved. This has been the Agricultural Law and Tax Report. I'm Roger McOwen. Thanks, Roger. Well, make sure to stick around. Bob Quinn will be back with more farm news and updates. Before him is California Ag Today with Corinne LaRue. I'm David Geiger. You're listening to Ag Life. This is Corinne LaRue of the Ag Information Network with California Ag Today. The American Farm Bureau Federation and 21 other agriculture groups are urging lawmakers to find a bipartisan path forward in the ongoing appropriations process to avoid a government shutdown. Sam Kiefer, AFBF Vice President for Public Policy, says the letter was sent to leadership of the House and the Senate. Encouraging them to approach the appropriations process in a bipartisan manner and do everything they can to avert a government shutdown. Not only do we need to keep government moving, but just as important, the longer we delay this current process, the less time there is to consider the important piece of legislation called the Farm Bill, which expires in less than a few days. Kiefer says their message to Congress is simple. 
urging Congress to find a bipartisan path forward that avoids a government shutdown and addresses uh, federal government funding without additional delay, because we need to get to a farm bill conversation. There are very few days left in the congressional calendar this year, and we certainly want to get a farm bill conversation underway and a farm bill passed before presidential election cycle starts in 2024. For over 40 years, the Ag Information Network has been providing news and information for the most important industry in the world, agriculture. The Ag Information Network gives you worldwide updates from local producers to regional organizations, from major crops like wheat and corn to animal agriculture to specialty crops like apples, almonds, and cherries. We report on stories that mean the most to you. Online at aginfo.net, the Ag Information Network, trusted and transparent journalism lasting for the next generation. Don't let costly lepidopter and pests wreak havoc this season. Shield your yield with FMC. Strengthen your almond IPM program with Avant Evo Insect Control at Mummy Spray, followed by an application of Alticore Evo Insect Control at Hole Split. Visit your FMC retailer or ag.fmc.com to learn more. Always read and follow all label directions. For California Ag Today, I'm Corinne LaRue with the Ag Information Network. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Hey, Jen. Sorry I'm late. I had to stop for gas. Yeah, I can't believe how much it costs for gas now. I know. Everyone's still talking about how much gas is, but I never pay full price. I just use the free Upside app, and I get cash back for every gallon of gas I buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid real cash when you buy gas on the Upside app? Yeah. I earn back up to 25 cents a gallon every time I buy gas. What? That sounds like it could really add up. It sure does. I've made over $300 already. Wow. That's serious extra money. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code IHEART1 for an extra 25 cents per gallon cash back on your first fill-up. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code IHEART1 for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code IHEART1 for 25 cents per... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Gallon cash back on your first fill up. Cash back is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives marketers access to all. For a local Central Valley business like yours, we have every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and partnerships with top brands, plus the insights and data you need to make decisions and grow. iHeart is not just a media company, iHeartMedia is your access company. If you're a business owner, manager, or marketer in the Central Valley, we have the answers you're looking for. Go to iHeartAdvertising.com. What if your home's title, the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if that's called home title theft, everybody's home title is online. Criminals all over the world will forge your signature, and basically it's a race against time to stop them before they take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. So how do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign-up when you use the promo code SEAN and go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. What's for dinner? Burgers? After last week? No thanks. Avoiding foods due to fear of diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools? It may not be just stomach issues. It could be EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency. EPI can cause uncomfortable symptoms because it's a condition where the pancreas doesn't release enough digestive enzymes to break down food. But EPI can be managed. 
Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor about your symptoms. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by Abby. Why is iHeartRadio the number one streaming radio app? Free music. Free live radio stations from all over the country. Free podcasts. Free playlists. Free contests. Free artist radio stations. Commercial free stations. It's free. I love iHeartRadio. Join the millions of music, radio, and podcast fans on the number one streaming radio app now. iHeartRadio. 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 Free never sounded so good. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Farm News on Ag Life, sponsored by Bear Crop Science. This is Ag Life on Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn back with some farm news talking dairy prices this morning, friends. Dairy markets are searching for some momentum. Jenny Wackershoser of Everdot Ag speaking at World Dairy Expo in Madison, Wisconsin last week explains. We are sitting in what we like to call the epitome of we need exports market. So traditionally in the U.S. marketplace over the last few years, exports have really driven when we've had a successful dairy market versus a struggle market. And as we sit right now, the European Union has grown their milk production similarly after COVID as the U.S. has. So we are competing with them every day for cheese. So as we need to entice those international buyers to come into the U.S. market, we tend to need to correct our price on cheese down to what the European Union levels, which has been 150 to 175 cheese. So in recent weeks, as we rallied up towards 190 to $2 cheese, that was great for the domestic market, but it took us out of competitive spot there on getting more exports to come in. The trend, she says, is likely to continue for a while, but there's also a tale of two markets butter has been on a tear and we set historic high on the CME last week. We broke 330. We're now pushing 340 butter, which has been kind of a seasonality play here going into holiday season. They're getting their buys in for going into holiday buying. It sets the price for kind of that holiday price for um, going into retail. So it's seasonality. This is normally a strong time of year for butter. This is an exceptionally strong run that comes a lot off the heat that the south and western dairies had this summer. She says export markets are impacted by the strong value of the U.S. dollar as well. So every time we see our cheese price fall to a level that's attractive to our trading partners, that is another thing that's hampering that. So we've also seen strength in the last two, three weeks in the U.S. dollar, which makes us need to correct that price even more to entice that buyer to come in. The other good things we see on the export side, though, are Saudi Arabia. Some of those trading partners we have as crude oil prices increase, they tend to come as a stronger buying partner on the dairy specific side. There are some things that go into this but we're also moving into that seasonality time of year. We tend to put in our rallies this time of year and have a much softer market going into late December, January, and February. And domestically, demand appears to be a bit stagnant. So as we talk with our clients on managing their risk here on these milk markets, it's with an eye on where does our risk lie going into 2024. We are struggling right now to see this cheese market justify a $2 price to it. There's the consumer pushback. They're cutting back on that. So that's when we talk about that domestic demand is hard to get to increase right now. A lot of that is the outside market pressure. They're they're seeing student loan payments come back in. They're seeing maybe some more layoffs. You know, the macroeconomic things are pressuring that we're not seeing a big increase in both either retail or restaurant traffic. Jenny Wacker Schozer with Everdot Ag with us this morning. Well, friends, purchasing the centerpiece of Thanksgiving dinner could cost less than last year. Michael Clemens tells us the price of turkeys are falling in advance of the holiday. Consumers may expect to pay less for a Thanksgiving turkey this November thanks to improved supplies. Berndt Nelson, American Farm Bureau Federation economist, says prices have fallen since highly pathogenic avian influenza peaked last September. Now, since then, biosecurity measures and the practices that we put in place, the programs that USDA has used, have helped avian influenza slow. We're well below where we were last year, so turkey numbers have had time to rebuild. Nelson says the average price per pound is down 22% from last year. Our average price at this time last year was around 163 per pound, and right now we're looking at about $1.27 a pound. Now that's for that 8 to 16 
15-pound turkey that we use for a centerpiece for Thanksgiving. So that just kind of shows that we've had time to rebuild these supplies. Inflation isn't as big of a factor this year as it was last year, so turkey prices have had time to come down a little bit. Nelson has lower prices and higher supplies also means increased demand. Per capita demand for turkey is expected to increase by about 6% this year to 15 and a half pounds per person in response to these lower prices. So overall, farmers and consumers alike should receive some relief from turkey prices this Thanksgiving. We've had very few avian influenza detections. In fact, June was the first month that we had zero avian influenza detections in the last year. And this means that there's plenty of turkey to go around for Thanksgiving this year. Full details on the cost to cook a Thanksgiving feast for 10 will be released on November 15th. To read the Market Intel report on turkey prices, go to fb.org. Michael Clements, Washington. Some farm news this morning. You're listening to Ag Life. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Yeah, one of the things about Paragon, we really do feel like a family. People have made that comment when they come out. We all get along great. Many, many of my employees have been with me from the very beginning, and they enjoy what they do, and they take great pride in what they do. They always want to hear back and see pictures from the final installations. They really like seeing how their work is being presented in a home and what it looks like as a finished product. They really care about what they do. Paragon Granite and Tile, the beauty's in the detail. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with your agribusiness update. The autonomous agriculture industry and some 1,500 visitors came to the Salinas Sports Complex recently to meet the farm robots of today and tomorrow. The FIRA USA gathering matched ag technology inventors with growers and venture capitalists along with researchers and grad students from around the world. It drew crowds for farm technology demonstrations including a farm robot parade. The Salinas Valley is taking a lead in pioneering ag technology. The USDA released the 2022 Potato Summary that shows potato estimates for the 2022 season. All potato production in 2022 totaled 399 million hundredweight, down 3% from 2021. Harvested area at over 911 acres was down 1%, and the value of all potatoes sold at $4.8 billion increased 23%. And the average price at $12.90 per hundredweight was up $2.70 from 2021. While U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai visited a North Carolina turkey farm to celebrate market access to India, USDA reported increased turkey production. The September USDA turkey raised report indicated a 4% increase from 2022. Turkeys raised in the U.S. in 2023 is forecasted at $219 million. The top six states account for 68% of the turkeys produced in the U.S. in 2023. You've probably been told that to reach a millennial farmer, you have to go digital. Hmm. Facebook, Vimeo, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, an online publication, or maybe a podcast. Hmm, but which one? Oh, and how receptive is this age group to your sales pitch during non-work social time? Maybe the best place to reach a farmer with a farming solution message is when they are, well, quite frankly, farming. You know, it's easy for us to find them during the day as most farmers are behind the wheel of a pickup truck or farm equipment with the radio on, listening to this station featuring the Ag Information Network news. If you'd like to deliver information about your terrific product or service, give us a call and we'll connect you directly with our community of loyal farmer listeners. Reach real farmers right here, right now, as they listen to what is important to their farm operation. They trust us, they'll trust you. From the Ag Information Network, I'm Bob Larson with today's Agribusiness Update. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. In this week's Marketer's Report, Chris Brandt, Chief Marketing Officer at Chipotle Mexican Grill, weighs in on the power of audio, specifically audio influencers. Audio has been a key component for us. Our consumer is omni-channel, so we need to be omni-channel. We've used audio to reinforce what we're showing on TV, what we're showing in other digital channels. When your priority is driving reach, boy, everybody seems to listen to the radio. I think using the audio influencers has been a huge component for us. Working with iHeart, we were able to really tease out the audio influencers in key markets that were authentic Chipotle fans. And because it's authentic and because they're seen as trusted friends by the customers and the listeners, it's really been an effective strategy. As the number one audio company, iHeart Media gives marketers access to all, from national to local, every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. Not just a media company, iHeart Media 
is your access company. If you're a marketer, go to iHeartResults.com. Well, folks, it's official. Utility bills will be increasing by a staggering 25% in 2023 and a total of 36% by 2026. It's time to take action. Embrace the power shift and let solar negotiators be your guide to a brighter, more affordable future. Imagine saying goodbye to those hefty bills and hello to immediate savings. With solar negotiators, you can make the switch to solar power with no money down, competitive interest rates, and a fixed monthly payment that fits your budget. But that's not all. We go beyond solar savings by offering smart battery protection, backup options, and even off-grid solutions. If you go solar through Solar Negotiators before September 30th, we will cover up to four months of your power bill with a maximum savings of $2,000. It is expected that utility bills will continue to rise, so don't let them drain your wallet for years to come. Take your power back and let Solar Negotiators become your lifetime energy partner. Call 844-OWN-SOLAR. That's 844-OWN-SOLAR. Or visit solarnegotiators.com today. Portions of the following program were pre-recorded. Power Talk, 96.7 and AM 1400. Bob Quinn back to wrap up Ag Live for today. Friends, what did USDA's September forecast for both grain stocks and small grains reveal regarding changes from the previous quarter? Well, Rod Bain has our final report today. The end of September, the latest USDA quarterly stocks and small grains forecast. Chief Economist Seth Meyer looks at the findings within the latest reports, starting with supplies. With quarterly stocks for corn down 1% from this time last year, and soybeans down 2% year over year. I don't think that there was a huge surprise in terms of where the stocks in aggregate turned out. I think that those were, relatively speaking, within the range of trade expectations, maybe a little bit more soybean stocks than folks had anticipated at the higher end of that range. And I think you are seeing the market respond to that maybe higher end of the range there on soybean stocks, putting a little downward pressure on soybeans. All wheat stocks are up slightly from one year ago. The current number at 1.78 billion bushels. The chief economist also notes that perhaps most surprising from the quarterly stocks report. When you compare it to, say, the previous year, the share of stocks held by farmers versus those held in commercial hands, the share held by farmers increased pretty substantially for both corn and soybeans. And while that's technically on-farm storage, so it doesn't really indicate who owns that. If a farmer's forward sold it, I don't think that's a big factor here. But what I will say is the farmers appear to be holding a larger share of the grain entering this new marketing year than they did in past years into a following market price. And so the question will be is how will farmers market that grain going forward? Meanwhile, the quarterly small grains report indicated winter wheat production up 13% from September 2022. We had decline in harvested area. It's been tough all year to determine how that crop was really going to turn out. And it seems that we harvested it a little bit less and the yields as a total and on the rest of it ended up rising. As for market reaction by the winter wheat production forecast, not a surprise, according to Meyer. I think on some of the other spring wheats is where the real surprise this month was. As production jumped, fueled by both increased harvested acre and yield totals. Other spring wheat production is up 5% year over year. Durham wheat production, however, was down 7% from last year. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. With that, friends, we're out of time for today. Thanks for joining us. Back tomorrow morning with another edition of Ag Life. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.